It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas at Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this exciting and invigorating, robust lifestyle show. First of all, I'd like to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the podcast. I am just so very grateful for each one of you. And I am just overly thrilled today as this is my very first show from 2022. And I have a brand new diva with me, Lisa Breezy. And she is going to speak about the ride of our life. Oh, my. I am just overly excited to have her with me today. So, Lisa, could you introduce yourself to our listeners today? Sure, Joyce. Well, first of all, thank you for having me, and I'm very excited to be here, especially in the beginning of 2022. (laughs) Um, Let's see, where do I even begin? Uh, I am, by trade, I'm an exercise physiologist, wellness heart coach, uh, spinning instructor, um, but also happen to be an author, and... um, Basically, I've been teaching people. I have a, I'm the founder of a business called State of the Heart Fitness, um, and it's all about helping people to live in alignment with their hearts, not just physically, but emotionally, spiritually. And, um, and I also happen to be, like I said, a writer. And uh, I just uh, released my second book, which this one happens to be the first in a series of four about the journey I had, the mystical and magical journey I had and continue to have with my magical horse, Little Miss, who I had for 35 of her 36 years in her body on this planet. And uh, she transitioned in 2017, but when I say it continues, she has um, come to me through spirit and shows me almost every day that she's here guiding me. And uh, so it's first off, it has shown that um, relationships, uh, especially of the heart, they never, they never go away. They just change form. And so this book that I just uh, released on December 12th, 2021, called The Ride of Our Life, Lessons in Faith love and wisdom from a magical horse and this is book one the early years of our journey together oh wow oh my word that is just incredible and i am on your website and i see the book cover of the ride of our lives and it is just beautiful you can just see your whole little mess and you how connected you are i i just love it and you being a heart coach what what better way you are already a heart coach and now you have this magical and mystical journey with your horse oh this is just beautiful i am i am just so excited mm-hmm. to hear more and more and more <laughs> mm-hmm. so i'm happy to share it's one of my favorite subjects ironically <laughs> oh, i can believe it 
I totally believe that because when you were talking about you'd had her 35 years of 36 years in physical form and then she's still with you in every day, every moment of your day, the way she is now in a spiritual form. And that is what is so beautiful, too. So, Lisa, I'm just going to let you kind of start where you would like to on your journey Mm -hmm. with Little Miss. And Mm -hmm. we'll just take it from there in this interview. Sure, that sounds good. Um, Yeah, I guess it would start, you know, back when I was 13 years old, growing up in central Minnesota, in a small town out in the country, and I was blessed to have two ponies at the time. Um, My parents noticed at a very young age, I think it was four or five, that uh, I had instant love for horses. Uh, The farm family down the road had a little pony named Brandy. And uh, once I had my first ride on her, I I just couldn't get her out of my head. And I think I just drove my parents crazy by every day just saying, oh, I wish I had Brandy, I wish I had Brandy, I wish I had Brandy. And I think they, I, I imagine them going, looking at each other going, what are we going to do with this girl? Like she's this, what are we, anyway, long story short, um, Christmas Eve of 1974, one of my Christmas presents was Brandy. And oh, obviously a kid's dream. And, uh, but that opened the door to this journey with horses and, um, so when I was 13, uh, I it was late 70s, and um, you probably are all familiar with the, the movie The Black Stallion, and mm-hmm. if not, one of my favorite movies, and of course there was the scene. I, I wanted, I was longing for that kind of a relationship, um, and there is a scene in there that I like, could never get out of my head, and it was this boy with this connection with this beautiful black horse and running on the beach with his arms in the air bareback and I was like I want that anyway that was my vision when I started saying to mom and dad I was ready for a big horse and started looking through the ads of the local newspaper with that vision in my head and I don't know why I stopped on this particular ad because it was nothing like what I had imagined. But something stopped. My heart stopped me there. And the ad read Mm -hmm. something like, "Uh, orphan, malnourished, Philly, yearling, needs a home. And, uh, you know, I was just like, hmm. And I said to mom and dad, maybe we should go take a look at this one. And I remember them saying, really? are you sure that this isn't what you know you've been talking about and I'm like well you know can't hurt to just go look at her Uh anyway we went on this beautiful summer evening and there she was this just she was she wasn't black she wasn't a stallion she was this silver gray with black legs black tail black mane um emaciated like just you could see her ribs her spine her you could pull her hair out in clumps her her hooves were split from malnutrition this woman had actually rescued her from a farm um where she was little miss was all by herself and um she rescued her to find her her forever home and so Mm -hmm. i am forever grateful to that wonderful woman who 
saved Mist so that Mist could come into my life. And um, yeah. anyway, long story short, I mean, it was her eyes that just had so much love and the power of that that obviously on some level changed my 13-year-old mind. Uh, and I just said to mom and dad, I think we need to have her. And little did I know, little did any of us know, that she would end up just thriving. It's a huge statement about what love can do. And not only did she thrive, but that she lived to be 36 years old and most people are like, well, what's the average lifespan for a horse? And usually it's like (laughs) mid to late 20s, early 30s. And she not only just thrived, she became, it was probably several years later that I realized that we had a communication, a telepathic communication where I realized, oh my gosh, she is, she's basically a Zen master that came in the form of a horse to teach mm-hmm. me all of these life lessons and, and, and wisdom and love and faith. And it, once I realized that um, this was in the early 90s, I got her in 1982. But mm-hmm. in the early 90s when this awakening, when I realized, when I became mature enough, you know, to <laughs> realize what was happening here, uh, once she rec- knew that I could hear her, and see her for who she was. It was like the lesson she would, she was so deliberate in all of her teachings that it would be like, I would hear her saying, are you, are you seeing, are you understanding? And I'd be like, yes, miss, I'm hearing you. And anyway, it just, uh, it was in the late nineties where, you know, I'm a journal writer and I was just writing all of these things. And all of a sudden it just popped into my head. Like you have to, you have to write a book about this. Like, this is profound Mm -hmm. stuff. This isn't just about, you know, a girl with her horse. This is about human beings and being human and what we all experience on some level in how we are in relation to ourselves and to each other. And and, uh, that one book turned into four because she just lived so darn long. And uh, (laughs) I, I thought it was a, going to be three but the fourth mm-hmm. book is is actually about all that she has been teaching me since she passed on and so oh, wow. it's been quite the journey i can't even tell you oh oh lisa oh that just sounds magical and mystical what a beautiful journey you have been on and from what i am hearing she changed your life in a lot of ways because what you're saying oh. is how she came into your life like that and just when you said that you oh. stopped at that one ad that was her yes that was yes. her talking to you i bet at that time as a yearling that she knew that you two needed each other and oh i mean yes. that's my thinking from listening to you Yes, and you know, her mother died when she was three months old. We got her when she was about 14 months old. And I firmly believe now, knowing what I know, you know, about animals through animal communicators as well, is they are aware of everything. And I firmly believe that her mother um, was with her. So mm-hmm. Little Miss survived the Minnesota winter um, Without really being fed, she pawed through the snow. 
And I believe mm-hmm. that her mother in spirit was there with her saying, you just hang in there, little one. You just hang in there because mm-hmm. you, you, you don't even realize what, what's coming your way. There's going to be a family that's going to love you, and it's you just hang in there. So yes. she, she, she knew on some level. And, um, man, did she pierce my heart at that young age and, you know, force this, 13-year-old to abandon her original, you know, vision of what she thought she wanted, and she got Mm -hmm. exactly what she needed, and yeah, she transformed my life, no question about it. I I saved her, she saved me. We've we've heard these rescue stories before. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, definitely. You rescued each other in a lot of ways, and she still is. She's still helping you on a daily basis. Oh, that is just beautiful. And then when you said that about her mother being there with her spiritually, her mother had chosen you guys as her forever family. So, yes. oh, I, I mean, I truly believe that because I was once told that the horse chooses their family. And I believe the mother was right there saying, this is the family where Little Miss needs to go. Oh, Lisa, yes. that is that is yes. just beautiful. Now, how old were you when you realized that you were communicating with her, that you could hear her? And Oh, gosh, and it was a distinct moment. It was in uh-huh. 1993 on a ride, and uh-huh. the situation was as such. We eventually, and the first book is all about, you know, kind of our growing up together, our teenage adolescent years shall we say and ended right. up, it ends at the time that I dreamed about moving to California um, that's a long story I had been to California when I was 16 couldn't get it out of my head um, mm-hmm. and uh, and I ended up dreaming about living in California but I didn't know anybody here and um, it just seemed like kind of the impossible dream but I just my heart yeah. my heart was calling me to California and I was that these were the years between 18 and 20. And mm-hmm. but not only did I dream about being in California, I dreamed about Miss being with me, which seemed right. even more impossible because I didn't know anybody here, or, you know, and, and financially. I mean, that just seemed pretty much insane. Anyway, this the this first book is about how we grew up together and how that actually happened. And 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 the, the book, this first book ends on the night that she arrived in California six months after I was here and how that all magically um, and miraculously happened. Anyway, so at the time, it was 1993. She came out in 1990, and um, mm-hmm. it was 1993. I had ended up going, finishing my college studies at Pepperdine University in Malibu, a whole other magical story. Never imagined going there, right there overlooking <laughs> the Pacific Ocean in Malibu. It was like I had to pinch myself as a little central Minnesota kid, like, how did I get here? Anyway, again, my message always is miracles happen when we keep our heart and mind open and we believe and we just act as though it's happening. Anyway, I had gone to college there, got my degree in sports medicine, and my college roommate, Jen, uh, we had talked about backpacking Europe after college, and we went that summer, um, summer of 93, two months backpacking in Europe, had the best, best time, went to nine different countries. And wow. while we were there, when we were in Greece, we were like, oh, my 
gosh, Greece deserves a whole backpacking trip in itself. And so we talked about, well, when we get home, we're going to get jobs, we're going to save our money, and then next summer we're going to go to Greece and we'll go with an open-ended ticket and, and backpack the uh-huh. islands. And, and I was like, yes. But then when I got back home and I was riding this, I was feeling horribly guilty that I had left for two mm-hmm. months. And here I was planning on the next summer being gone again for even longer. And I remember as we were riding that evening, I was thinking, you know, I was feeling this guilt. And literally, out of the blue, I heard this most loving voice as though somebody was speaking directly to me. Do not ever, ever feel guilty about following your heart and traveling and and going to wherever you need to do. She says, I came here to love you and to you. And it doesn't matter where we are on this planet or in this universe. We are always connected. And I want you to live your heart and know that I'm always here and I will always be here. And I just remember being like, the love that I felt, like literally I'm, I'm here to love you into you, like loving you into your freedom. I mean, that is unconditional love to the nth degree. And I remember coming home after that ride, and, you know, my, my parents had ended up moving out here, and I remember I coming home, and my mom asked me, how was your ride? And I remember looking at her going, um, interesting. <laughs> And she said, why? (laughs) And I told her what had just Mm -hmm. happened. And she just looked at me and she said, Lisa, there's always been something with you and that horse. It just, it's always been there. And so Mm -hmm. it was from that moment on where it was like the floodgates of communication just opened. Once she knew I was hearing her. It was just like, at least you might as well just be sitting here as a disciple to Jesus or Yogadanda or whoever. And just, <laughs> it was, she was oh. relentless and still is to this day. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, that just brought tears to my eyes because that was just so, that was so beautiful and so touching on how, what love she was showing you that you're always together. Even though when you're not together physically, just like when you were in Greece and on your trip, she was right there with you. You just weren't realizing it yet at that time. You know, but what was interesting is because I'm I'm a lover of travel, and um, uh-huh. and whenever when she said that, you know, it was like I I never felt guilty about traveling anymore. But it was interesting. She would always show up in my dreams when I would travel. So it was like oh her saying, God. "Just popping in." Just uh-huh. just letting you know I'm here with you. <laughs> oh, Lisa. oh, that's beautiful. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. So that is very just magical. one incredible story. Yes, very, very magical. Very magical. And oh, um, that is so beautiful. And it just, there's just something about a connection like that that it's just, until you've experienced it, it's, it's beyond words that you can really say how it feels in some ways is how I feel because I have a mare and I'm I she's my 
she's my soul mare. I just yes. I have two gildings too, and I love them dearly. But she's my soul mare. We can we're yep. together. <laughs> yep, I get it. I get it totally. And and you know I you know when when we were here in California, obviously she lived the twenty seven years of her you know thirty six here, and she mm-hmm. lived up in the San Ynez Valley, which is just. I live in Santa Monica, which is in L.A., and this is where I work and have my business. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. she's up. she was up in the Santa Barbara area, and which is about two hours from here. And so for all those years, we never actually lived on the same place. But on the weekends, I was up there, and then I was here. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, when she passed, I, it was obviously the biggest loss of my life she was my anchor my rock my whatever and Mm -hmm. I remember Mm -hmm. just feeling so lost you know I I always said that we we were like two little sapling trees that we didn't just grow up together we grew together you know how trees kind of grow together and when when her physical presence left it was like obviously a part of me in this physical world left and I really didn't know where to put my feet and I remember about a month after she passed I was sitting in my car and I was just kind of in a daze and I remember hearing her say to me remember Lisa we've been doing this for years we, when I was here in the physical, we lived apart. But you, mm-hmm. you, you were always at peace because you knew where I was. And she's like, we've had a lot of practice of this. Like, I'm still here. Just close your eyes and imagine that I'm still in that pasture and feel the feeling of me being here. And the feeling is me. You know, it's yeah. like, so it was like, whoa, oh, yeah, okay, you're right. Um so yeah, it was it, it it was it was adjusting to a new way of being with each other. Um, right, right. If that makes sense. Uh huh. Right, because in you always knew you could go to where she was and see her in bodily form, and now right. it was in a spiritual form that you were seeing her, and a yeah, and knowing that she wasn't there in the physical like she had been in the past so yeah that was that was a huge adjustment for you definitely oh yeah she is just one incredible horse there is no doubt about it wow well and and you you know go ahead no i was just going to say and you are one incredible soul for finding that love that she was offering and trying to reach out to with it is it is just a beautiful match is what it is <laughs> well you know to say i feel blessed is the understatement of the century uh-huh. because i mean i feel like i have had this personal literally avatar a zen master whatever um you know divine teacher that chose me on some level to and I feel that she chose me because she mm-hmm. knew that I could share. It wasn't just for me. It's for everyone. Her messages are for everyone. And she knew that I was the one that was going to hear her and share her. And, um, and then that's what I really aspire to achieve in these books is that I want the reader 
to come along and come like inside of me and, and feel what I got to feel firsthand. And, and that's, that's just, and, and my editor, Marie um, Plass, I just want to do a shout out to her because she just, you know, the true test was I knew what I wanted, but the true test is can somebody who doesn't even at the time she didn't know our know me or my relationship really with mm-hmm. Miss mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would that come across to the average reader? And right. she, who you know, she's a professor of literature and um, and writing for many years, and you know, so she was a pretty good measure of whether I was coming across in my words. And she. When I sent her a few sample chapters, she said, yes, I absolutely want to do this project with you because I am so moved by what you've written. And so she really even took what I had shared and just knew how to pull out even more from a reader's standpoint of what what a reader would want to know more of. And so I'm just so grateful to her. And, you know, she was led to me in a magical way as well. So it's, yes, it's, yeah. A beautiful it's a magical story. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, it is definitely. Well, how can our listeners that are hearing this and going, I, I want to know more. I want to find more out about Lisa, about this book. How is the best way for our listeners to get in contact with you or to find the book so that they can read the book firsthand? Sure. You can go to my website, um, mm-hmm. lisabreezy.com, and my name is L-I-S-A-B-R-I-S-S-E, so dot com. Okay. So even though mm-hmm. it sounds like Breezy the Wind or Brisley, if we want to be French about it, um, <laughs> that's, the, that's the best way is and you'll learn more about you know the book and and i list the chapter titles and as well as a um i share another book that i have written prior to this one Uh, doesn't have to do with myth um has to do with michael jackson ironically a a spiritual journey with him that has been a part of my life as well but anyway my my life has been um it's been it's been magical and miraculous. It's not been without its challenges. I've been dealing with cancer in the last couple of years, and Little Miss has been my little angel and guide, helping me through this, mm-hmm. heal from this. And um, you know, we're getting to the other side of it. It's just uh, it's been a gift in itself, ironically. Yes. But oh, yes, oh, so LisaBreezy dot com is the best way, and you can also oh. reach out to me on Facebook as well. Okay, under Lisa Breezy. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. And, we and will post Instagram your and all of that, yes. Okay, awesome. We will post your um, links on this interview. And as this interview comes to a close, because this has just been fabulous, what is a final tip or something that you would like to leave with our listeners today, a key message that you would like for them to hear today? Well, I would say it's what I um, I say in at the end of all of my classes and to my clients is that when we heal our heart, we heal the world. And to stay open to the magic and miracles that is what life is, that's who we are, 
And, um, you know, the head can tell us a bunch of stories and reasons to, to think that things aren't possible or, um, you know, dreams are, are for other people, not for us. And, uh, you know, my experience in life is if you lean into your heart and you, you trust your heart and you listen to your instincts and your intuition, your heart always always knows the bigger picture, even if it doesn't feel logical to the mind. So keep your heart open, listen to it, honor it, trust in it, have faith, and jump off that cliff knowing you're going to fly. Oh, oh, Lisa, oh, that was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful message to leave with our listeners to close. Oh, my goodness. Well, I want to ask you, I would love to have you back on Robust Lifestyles again. You have so much to share with our listeners, and you're so I can feel the passion in your voice on what you're talking about. So I would love to have you return to my show again sometime in the very near future. Oh, I would be absolutely happy to be in whatever way you'd like me to be. It's, uh, it's my pleasure. It's my passion oh. to share the messages of you know, myth, life, all of it, all mm-hmm. of that I've gleaned and what I'm also, you know, gleaning from my journey with with cancer. It, like I said, it's been yeah. a it's been a rough ride, but it's been some of the greatest gifts I could have ever asked for. And so oh. um and I just want to say one more thing about um mm-hmm. this particular book because and this is directly from Myth, because she was a rescue. Um, part mm-hmm. of the proceeds of this book will be going to um, a rescue in Minnesota because that's where she was from, and it's the Minnesota Hooved Animal Rescue Foundation, and it's listed on my website. So a part of the proceeds will go to donating to that rescue. Oh, oh how beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that is beautiful, too. And a message from Miss. I love that. Well, mm-hmm. Lisa, I just want to thank you so so, so much for being on my show. And until we have you back again and connect again on here so you can share more of your passion and your love of life and living from the heart, I want to tell you to have an absolutely magical day today, Lisa. Thank you so much, Joyce, and you too. Oh, thank you. And you are so welcome. (laughs) Yes. And I do want to thank thank all of our listeners. Yes. yes, thank all of I our listeners. Yes, definitely. We both thank all of our listeners. And be sure to share this show with your family and friends and check out all the other hosts and their shows on com. Remember, have a fantastic day. Be kind to all. And as Lisa said, trust your heart. Give your animals that great big extra hug and share all your love with them because they will give it right back. And until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.